Welcome to the Next in Time podcast, where we explore the fascinating depths of how people have the potential of impacting the world with the mission and vision of their project. Join us on this audio journey as we uncover the hidden gems of one's vision, delve into thought-provoking discussions of why they're pursuing it, and see how they're going to make an impact. If you're a curious person, this podcast is your go-to destination. Welcome to the Next in Time podcast. I'm your host, ST, and today our guest is Kenny Damien. He's the co-founder of the Crown app, which is an innovative solution for beauty and hair product distribution. That uh, It focuses more on providing an interactive platform and community to provide an education on hair maintenance and care. So, Kenny, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, truly. I'm glad you're able to join. I'm sorry I heard that your co-founder was... I mean, the main, the, the person in charge of this whole uh, venture is not uh, present at the moment. Yeah, unfortunately not. Yeah, just some travel trouble. Oh, where's she at right now? Um, she's currently on her way back from New York. Oh, New York. Okay. So how's, uh, but in, in terms of the Crown app, I heard that she was, you guys were able to just design the whole thing from scratch without any sort of help, right? Yeah, correct. Yep. So it was really just between me and her. Um, you know, she did a lot of the back end. So a lot of the actual mechanical aspects of, you know, the general coding of the website, I mean, a lot of work. I mean, you know, something that we had been curating for around nine months or so. I would do a lot of the actual front end design, you know, a lot of our branding, like that, that sort of. But yeah, he definitely focused a lot on the actual back end, that mechanical aspect. Like I said, I did a lot of our, you know, our UI as well as our website and coding that aspect of it as well. And uh, and I hear that you're the marketing guy for this. Correct. Yeah. So I'll definitely be more, you know, in charge of that digital marketing aspect. I mean, as well as, you know, us getting clientele, getting more people on board, getting more stores, I mean, things of that start really managing those aspects. Got it. And how does it work in a way in terms of, you know, getting your clients, getting your, uh, getting the target, like targeting your market and all that? Yeah, no, really. So, you know, what we're trying to build right now, we've been doing a lot of, you know, different aspects. We've been a lot of talking with different companies as well as in different competitions, really just getting our name out there right now. I know that just general organic marketing, you know, so just sharing you know, what we're looking to do. I'm really just kind of our name out there specifically in Columbus and Cleveland. We have a couple of stores right now in our funnel. Uh, we have two in Cleveland and three in Columbus uh, that we're potentially looking to work with in the, within the next couple of months as soon as we launch. Um, so that'll really be almost like our starter our starter store is really, you know, almost as a beta um, to see, you know, just generally that proof of concept of what we're able to bring different businesses and things like that. So a lot of what we're doing, especially when we're looking to bring in new businesses is showing them the benefit of what the crowd app is able to do um you know that's what so, we're how does yeah i just wanted to know um regarding you said you're working with barbershops or what are you working uh with? no so we're working with different hair care beauty supply stores okay so the, it's primarily for people like if they want to you know showcase their products on to an app and then say okay this is what they if people were to search for so beauty solutions they'd be like okay let's go through here and then we can do it we can just like look for let's say shampoo or mm-hmm even uh hair blower or something like that you can just look at the app itself with all these options and you could you know decide from there right correct yeah so you know right now we're starting up with a mobile pickup order option uh soon we'll be implementing delivery as well um you know so a lot of our target market are really people who are having trouble kind of getting to these places you know specifically college students uh, we spoke at osu a couple times already and you know a lot of the problem that our students are having is that they don't know where these stores are or they don't have access to them because they don't drive or they don't have cars. Um, you know, so really trying to give that accessibility to people who really need it. 
Um, you know, as well on the application, you know, as you mentioned earlier, we're looking to spread that information aspect of it. So have a platform where people are able to go in, you know, find the best products for their specific type of hair. So currently we're building a software where we're actually able to scan your hair. And from there, you know, it'll be a little bit of a survey and we're able to then see the damage of your hair, you know, if it's, is it type 1A all the way up to 4C. And from there, better curate these type of options and storefronts that you'll be able to see on your actual application. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we're giving a platform not only for small businesses, but, you know, we're doing both small to medium size. So, you know, beauty supply stores that already have a customer base with, you know, plenty of stock as well as, you know, smaller businesses who are looking to really just spread in that e-commerce platform. So, you know, it's almost as an Etsy platform that we're going to have as well, where we were able to apply. And then from there, we would just select certain businesses who can do a e-commerce style of fashion in terms of how they're selling the products, as well as in-person stores where people are able to go and, you know, go in person and pick their orders up. Got it. And let's get to more about the origin story of the Crown app. So it was the, I believe when I first met you back in Columbus, I think you were, you met, the interesting story is that you, you and the, your co-founder Amina met in like an elevator setting. He's like, okay. Yeah. It it, was, it, 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 yeah. Tell me about it. I'd just like to know more about that story. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, you know, we had both been working um, outside of this art studio over at 700 Brighton. So it is a office and studio space for creatives from different businesses here in downtown Columbus. Um, and so I had been running my digital marketing um, outside of my own studio at the time as well as an art collective. And she'd been working on the Crown app as well as working from home through her office. And, you know, so one day we were both hanging out at the same time. Um, you know, and I'm always curious, you know, I think we both were as well. We're everybody in that space we know does something, you know, outside of the ordinary, you know, whether they're creative or you know, they're an artist or they're creating an application, doing tech or, you know, everybody in that building space, you know, does a little bit of something. So. I think, you know, just both of our curiosity, I had asked her, you know, what she's kind of working on, what type of things brings her to the studio. And you know, she was able to tell me about her idea and the type of things that she wanted to do and, you know, really just how to execute it. And, you know, for me, like I said, I'd already been running my digital marketing company uh, for about two years or so. So I've worked with over 30, you know, local businesses, specifically in Columbus, Ohio, as well as people such as the American Lung Association, Fashion with Columbus, and the Columbus Fashion Council, a lot of people have had the chance to work with um, and run their marketing for them. So. You know, I'd already had that experience in working in different niches and categories, uh, you know, really be able how to execute and implement these concepts that she had, you know, and so she had things that I didn't have and, you know, vice versa. So she had a lot of that mechanical aspect, that background in coding, um, setting up the actual application, but needed help, you know, with the marketing aspect, putting it in front of people's faces, actually, you know, selling it from there. So, you know, our work co really works together cohesively because, you know, we just, have each other's aspects that you know i don't have for example she's able to do that coding i mean you know, setting up all these technical issues and errors um you know i'm able to do a lot of that social media marketing getting those sales and you know a lot of that actual front-end work and also what made you get into the marketing space of things in general i mean not just only about the crown app but let's say what was your origin story to really become a marketer yeah you know so i started out in retail when i was 15. Um, I was working at a store called Uptown Cheapskate. It is a local resale store um, here in Columbus, as well as it's a franchise. So they started originally in Utah, uh, but now there's around 180 Uptown Cheapskates across the entire country. Um, you know, something just up and coming. And, you know, I guess for me, I just loved being able to actually see my impact, uh, not only on the store, but just in things in general, which I think is my main thing for, you know, marketing. I'm able to see in a numerical standpoint, the impact that I've made on my work, you know, and 
after a couple years of working there, I started running our social media marketing. I was running our Instagram, running our TikTok, running our Facebook ads, Google ads, etc. And you know, I found a love for you know seeing a campaign that I ran and go successful. You know, we would see growth margins from last year prior. Um, and every single yeah. time I was learning something new and. You know, for me, I have such an extrovert personality where, you know, I love being able to talk and network with people. And, you know, that's a huge part of marketing. A lot of my job yeah, is it's it's coming. It's coming there right there. It's like when you're the way you're conveying, and explaining things, it's uh, almost equivalent to someone who is an extrovert. Exactly. You know, and, and for me, you know, like I said, it was really kind of being able to see my work. But also I I'm a creative, you know, I like I said, I've, you know, I've had an art collective and in which you know we do paintings we do rugs and, and different aspects of just a different outlet but you know, for me marketing was where i was able to take my professionalism of sales and marketing it was my creativity and, and really kind of put them together in terms of you know, doing graphic design doing website design uh, running different social media campaigns and you know, being able to put my personality and my creativity into my actual work every single day yeah and so what is the um what ticks you usually when it comes to being creative uh you know really it's Almost just a sense of I find inspiration in a lot of things, you know, whether I'm you know, driving downtown and seeing different artworks or I'm seeing different billboards and how do people are kind of doing things, you know, and, you know, kind of just trying to be outside of the box. And, you know, I, one thing I feel like really sets me apart is I always think about everything that I produce um, from a consumer standpoint, you know, especially when it comes to social media. I'm one of those people where I don't like very many things. I don't like very many posts. You know, I am very picky and selective with how, you know, who I'm choosing to like comment on. And so I think I take a lot of that in my work, you know, and try to actually capture a story as well as, you know, what brings somebody to social media and what brings people onto, why should we choose, you know, you of all people? So that's it for me. It's really just thinking about the aspect of what's really going to bring people in and tell that story that I want them to hear, you know? Right. And uh, who would be your main inspiration? Um, honestly, it's, it's just Columbus as a whole, you know, I've found so much inspiration in not only Columbus own businesses and brands, um, you know, seeing the art, like the artistic aspects that we're doing downtown and different businesses as well as say, a lot of my upbringing really came into the fashion world, um, you know, working through fashion with Columbus, working through the Columbus fashion council. I mean, seeing how I was able to really mix, you know, both art and marketing together. Uh, really is where I was able to get a lot of my inspiration from and why I'm, you know, now moving to different spaces where I can use my artistic background to really, you know, kind of curate specific things for people, you know, because I think corporate needs more creativity. I think we need to think more outside of the box, especially in the tech world and you know, the corporate aspects of things. So that's really what I'm looking to bring, um, you know, to this new space that I'm introducing myself to. So when you... You know, you're originally from Columbus, right? Correct. Yeah. So, how do you see the change from what Columbus was before versus Columbus right now? Yeah, you know, I think it's become a lot more business oriented. A lot of businesses are coming here. There's already a lot of corporate, you know, buildings and brands that are already here involving. But I think so many more small businesses are becoming, you know, here in Columbus. There's a lot of opportunity. You know, even over the summer, there's going to be so many festivals, art walks. Um, you know, the Black Fashion Expo, some of that's just coming out as well with some of them also going to be able to help on as well. So there's just so many different platforms. I think in Columbus, there's so much of a grind, you know, where it, it feels like it's New York or LA where people are always moving, always wanting to do things. I think once you really break into that community in Columbus, um, you know, he's become a part of it for as long as you want to. Right. And uh, now, so, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, the fact that your co-founder isn't currently here right now, but how do you really describe her as a founder? Yeah, you know, she is a very straightforward thinker. You know, she has that creativity. And once she has a, a plan in mind, you know, she, her first thing is how to get it done. You know, she's very efficient. 
I mean, I love just streamlining everything. You know, she, like, it's very, you know, very strict with, you know, her thinking or aspects of how she actually even goes about things, her mechanical mind. I mean, it's the way her creativity works. You know, it's very, you know, problem and solution oriented, which I think is in business is so key because she has a passion for what she's doing. She, and that's really what's pushing her, honestly. It's like, just that general passion, even her upbringing as a child, is the whole reason why she started this, you know, and brought me no, well, Yeah, what is it about her upbringing in general that really just drives her into? Yeah, really? no, so, you know, her family has a background in hairstyling, so doing braiding, uh, specifically, she comes from Cleveland as well. Um, and it was really big in her life and her mother's life as well. Mother, her mother's been a braider for around 30 years or so. And she's really always been in that hair and beauty community, you know, and so for her, she found a problem that she was having from, you know, as a child all the way up to a full grown woman now. And she, you know, she's found this issue and now she wants to be able to solve it for not only her, you know, and her people as well, but also the people around her, her demographic, um, you know, the ladies around her and just the entire community um, as a whole, really in the beauty industry. Right. And now fast forward to this, uh, pro to, to building the crown. How did she come up with the idea of, I know, I think you must've discussed it earlier. Yeah. About like, okay, you want to you want to really bring out a hairstyle marketplace for all these different uh, these hairstyle these hair based companies, hair salons or something. Mm -hmm. And how did they? How did what was the one problem that she found, or even you guys found that? Uh, yeah, no, that definitely. Say, they, you know, that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's the one thing for her. You know, is, is she was the person who would actually have to run to the store for her mom's salon and pick up these items and then go back to the store and and go back and forth. So I think, you know, that's where it kind of starts originally as well. But, you know, moving from there, it's just, you know, her own and, you know, at this point, my own too, our own cases of what we're kind of dealing with, you know? So for example, if you see a hairstyle or a hair care product on TikTok, you know, from there, you have to go to YouTube to figure out how to use it. Then you have to go to a whole separate platform to be able to buy it. And, you know, it's that process of, you know, going through TikTok, finding a product, then to YouTube to learn the product, and then the Amazon or a different store find out how to actually purchase it. So really streamlining these issues that she's had, breaking it from three platforms and three different applications, you know, all to one, along with, you know, giving people that information aspect. So telling young men and women, you know, the best ways to take care of their hair, type of products they should be using, I mean, what products are ethically made versus not. I mean, having that information aspect where you don't need to go to three, three different platforms to find out that information, you know, especially a lot of us too, you know, parents are educated on our hair, how to take care of us and, you know, our hair aspects and different beauty things. You know, it's providing that platform for not only parents, but children as well to educate themselves and, you know, really um, just kind of take a deep dive into what products they should be using, how to, but, you know, best take care of their hair. Hair is something that is a part of everybody's life at some point as well as their hair and beauty, really. Uh, so that's something that affects so many people across the world. Okay, and now fast forward to now what, like the um, the app that you built, like what was, what was this, I mean, were you with Amina when she built the app from scratch? Uh, partially, yeah. So I, I came in probably to around, let's see, I'd say five months into her building the application is when I came in. So I was with her about yeah. four how months. She, how did she really push herself to be, you know, building an app is not easy. Especially, sir, yeah. there's a reason why a lot of people try to outsource, like a lot of founders outsource their, like their product, their product development to a, to an outsource team or some other mm -hmm. random, to a development yeah. team. Typically, I mean, particularly, especially ones who just don't have like a product development background. Like, usually a lot of mm -hmm. them, uh, if, if one were to start a uh, venture and they were only good at product, then they would have built the product themselves. But I feel like Amina was not someone like that. She just had to learn. I, I mean, when I heard her pitch the other day, she had mentioned 
she built this product for the MVP from scratch. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, it was just that strive and passion to, you know, build something that she wanted to, but also, you know, even the means, you know, we don't come from a background where we're able to, you know, fund fifteen, twenty thousand dollars into a team to build this application for us. And it was just that want and grind, you know, to be able to figure this out, you know, from scratch and, you know, going through, you know, she had done a couple of classes and tried to educate herself, but everything that she really did. I was truly self-taught, you know, it was just that same aspect of it's that grind to want to do it. You know, I feel that you know, if you have a want and you have a strive and you have a vision, it, you know, streamlines that entire process of learning and education. I um, mean, you know, where it doesn't just feel like you're learning something, but you're building this craft and learning it for yourself and something that you want to curate. Right. And now coming to the app itself. Um, so in a way, you've mentioned that co like you're trying to appeal this to college students or anyone. What is your t what is your main market at the moment? Our target demographic really is, you know, we, we've been saying this a lot recently, but, you know, it's also people of color as they're the ones who are going to be really mainly using this product, um, you know, as well as this platform, you know, you know, part of our demographic really is constantly, you know, needing, you know, our hair braided, our hair done and having you know, just dealing with textured hair in general. Um, but you know, as well, besides that, it's really just both men and women as we're targeting, you know, the beauty, hair care, and also self-grooming industry as well. So it isn't just for both men and women, you know, as you know, especially as a man for me, I, I didn't see so much education on how to take care of my hair, what products I should be using, other things like that. So we want to make this an open resource, uh, you know, for all genders and people as well. So we are really going to have hair types from 1A all the way over to 4C. Uh, you know, really, it's people who are highly like just high consumers of the hair care and beauty industry so what would you be like targeting more uh, well, for example people who are like models or performers or some people where they're where they require their hairs to be a certain type in order to be you know in order to present themselves in front of the audience yeah no that's one platform that we wanted to you know touch into as well especially with you know, me already having a background in fashion week and the social council, et cetera. So we're kind of being able to build that platform where we're able to kind of have both. Um, but no, you know, it's not where we're really targeting, you know, a specific group of people or models, et cetera, but more people who, you know, need that accessibility to these different products and information. So, you know, that's one thing that we're really building is having that crowd community aspect where people are able to build information, um, you know, and learn from our application through it. So what, tell, walk me through the, the user experience of the app so far. Like when someone tries to say, okay, I need to get, let's say I'm a, I'm a guy right now. I need to get mm -hmm. a haircut. I need, I need my hair to be styled to be a certain uh, way. Let's yep. say I want I want to have let's say a military cut. I like let's say I like because sometimes I like short hair, sometimes I like long hair. Having long. I gotcha, I gotcha. If I need a military style cut, do I just enter into the app saying, okay, here this is what I want. This is the type of style I want. Can you do it for me, kind of thing? Um, no, not, not necessarily. So you know, it's something that we have looked at in the future sometimes to bring on salons and different barbers but it's more of okay let's say you want to grow your hair long you know and you're starting to grow out your hair and you're figuring out okay what type of products should i be using for my hair is it you know what type of oils gels shampoos conditioners etc so you go into the application you know from there you fill out a survey on you know how long you've been growing out your hair the type of texture that is is it 1a through 4c etc those being able to scan yeah. the business software that we're building. And they'll yeah, from well, there. Yeah, can you explain the 1A through 4C in layman's terms? Yeah, no, of course. So that's really just your actual hair type. Um, so your curl pattern of your hair, is it pin straight? Um, is it wavy? Is it, you know, very highly coiled? Is it, you know, semi-curly? Um, so those different aspects of how everybody's hair is actually broken down into. And from there is where we're able to actually help and curate what products you should be using for your hair, as well as giving you the information, um, you know, based off market research and professionals as well. As you know, like as you know, we want to have salons and 
you know, bar like different hairstylists and barbers in the actual application as well, part of the crowd community. They're also able to kind of, you know, help fill in some of these questions that you may have. So almost even building like a Reddit style platform where you're able to go in and say, hey, I'm growing my hair out. I have this type of, you know, hair texture. What products should I really kind of be using? And from there, you know, you'll be able to see that information as well. There's different products that you'll be able to get through different stores and outlets, um, you know, based off on your zonal platform. Right. And so what are some of the people have, I mean, so far you've, you've already have made some moves with some of the, with some, uh, people wanting to have their hairstyle in a way, right? Like with certain oils, certain. Yeah. Certain yeah. So we've already kind of been doing some of that market research to see, you know, what products people are using for their hair and so on and so forth. So what, in a way, what you're doing is you're trying to just put in all these options for hair, these, these oils that you need or whatever, whatever you, whatever products that require you to, you know, achieve that kind of style that you, that you desire. Yeah. You know, so it's also, we're going based off of these stores inventory as well. So what they have and, you know, we're choosing all ethically based and produced products as well. Um, but yeah. So if you are looking for seeking, seeking that, uh, like a specific look. You know, what we're looking to do is be able to give you that information for you to be able to then go through and purchase, go pick up or get delivered to you those specific products that you're looking for to help you achieve that specific look. And why is it that uh, people would love to come on the Crown app? I mean, there's so many apps out there where, you know, you could just uh, find your products. You know, you can just go to a you can go to a Walmart app or you can go to a certain app where you can just get all the, the oils that you need or the gels or the shampoo or all that's all those hair care products that you need. Why do people want to come to the crown app for that? Yeah, no, specifically it's because, you know, we're giving people the information that they need. Mostly, you know, people are going to be helping small to, you know, small and locally owned businesses as well as, you know, we're looking to have a two hour delivery, you know, minimum. So you are not gonna have to wait, you know, next day shipping or get it, you know, wait a couple of days, things like that. But also just the aspect of getting it right away as well as, you know, we're curating this specifically to you where Walmart or Amazon, they're not necessarily doing that. We're looking to really streamline your process and instead of having to, you know, take those 20 to 30 minutes to find this product, figure out if it's good for your hair or not, and then have the little purchase and find it in the stores. Uh, from there, we're putting this all into one application making it easier for people so yes you'll be able to find your you know products and different things on those applications but they're not really going to be specifically curated to you or as well as give you that information that you need to find out if it's you know what you need because there's always you know reviews and such but the crowd app really puts all those things into one main platform for people right and uh where do you see this going in the next in the in these peer like Let's say, you know, right now you're trying to appeal to college students, right? And you're like trying to appeal to hair salon owners. You're trying to appeal to people who are like, um, you know, hair salon, what do you call hair yeah, like high providers. High frequency customers, yeah. High frequency customers. So where do you feel like the, what's the, what's the one demographic you think? I mean, out of all the demographics that you've, you know, presented in front of me, like which one do you think has the best chance that he, that person is going to utilize the crown app? I'm definitely going to say Gen Z and millennials, mainly because, you know, they are the people who made DoorDash and Grubhub and so on and so forth popular. And because of that want of convenience, especially with so many people being busy, there's so many more small businesses coming, being brought up. People are having less time for themselves. So having that convenience, I um, mean, you know, a lot of Gen Z and millennials are having that issue of, you know, we want things, you know, a lot faster. When Starbucks came out with mobile order, so many people use it. You know, it's a, it's a really good percentage of their sales. So definitely I'm going to say, you know, Gen Z millennials, they're also, you know, the spearheaders of e-commerce in general. You know, we are that demographic shopping online, doing mobile order pickup, getting things delivered to us. 
Um, you know, so I would definitely say Gen Z millennials are we're really looking to target as they are the majority demographic when it comes to e-commerce. Yeah. And um, do you ever envision not just only e-commerce? Let's say, do you have ever envisioning a setting up the hair the hair experience in a, like in a, like a physical setting? Um, you know, for us, something that we haven't necessarily thought about yet. Um, you know, definitely having that both mobile order and delivery aspect. Um, you know, really kind of provides that in person. You know that in-person type of just conversation as well as interaction between yeah really i'm just like just i'm just trying to think my own opinions also while yeah. we're trying to discuss it. it's like you know this podcast is not just about you just talking about what you're building you know it's also about me and you just like interacting and see what yeah, you, you like to having conversation saying you know my thought is usually some there's gonna be that one sect of people people who only want to uh get the um who only want to just like order online get it and then just li have a bit of convenience and there's the other sect of people who want mm. like a more holistic experience of the hair care of the hair care provider mm -hmm. so do you think do you envision like going both ways or are you just only going to be focusing more on the e-commerce side you know at some point we really do want to end up going both ways you know something that we haven't complained much about but at some point you know we also want to bring in our own hair care beauty products our own line and really build the actual crown community as a whole um, to give people more of that holistic experience in general um but yes you know we are still going to have people you know being able to go in and you know have that experience of shopping and, and things like that but as well as, as they're going to have that at least aspect where they can find that information take that information and then from there they'll learn how those in-person experiences with hair care and beauty supply stores and so where do you envision crown app going now that you started with the mvp right and where yeah there's like multiple as, as you as you know in in the uh product in the startup world there's always multiple stages so right now you're past the MVP, but where do you see yourself going in the in terms of the growth of the application or yeah, the, so, you know, the we are, business? Yeah, no, we are actually looking hopefully to launch sometime by the end of the summer, before the end of the summer, really. And so right now, excuse me, our next step really is to, you know, finish setting up the entire application, kind of just combing through everything one last time. And then from there, continue putting our name out, having that organic marketing, doing different pitch competitions, uh, raising funds, being able from there, to help expand our, not only you know our team but also the growth of where we're at so we are already working with stores in columbus and cleveland so actually once we finalize those stores and we have the application in progress it's in you know mode where it's working you know we're seeing income we're seeing just the actual flow of how that working with these stores and their customers from there being able to expand you know further you know just from those two cities to then you know cincinnati and then from there the midwest and so on and so forth and really kind of just building that expansion as we kind of go on it'll just basically on the world yeah at some point you know really oh you know that's the dream really you know is you know right now we're starting with you know smaller like i said smaller medium-sized local beauty businesses and from there you know once we were able to show this proof of concept show how we were able to benefit these stores what type of you know generation and roi they're really seeing i'm going to take that to other businesses and continue to really grow and expand through there as well so we're just showing that so if you're on our website you're able you're going to be able to have that aspect where you can go and try to you know, but it's almost really through an application process as well. Got it. And what is the, uh, so what's your, uh, what's your next step right now? Yeah, right now it's really just finalizing the application, uh, putting everything in motion as well, getting just product shoots, selecting the inventory uh, from all the stores, finalizing our deals with the stores that we pretty much already have on our funnel and on board. And then from there, you know, you'd be doing one final real and have a launch party. I was to have a lot of that organic growth in Columbus and Cleveland. And then from there, once we get this application, once we get the application on the actual app store, um, we're, we already have our iOS Apple developer certificate and things like that. So, you know, once we put it on the app store from there, 
really just seeing how it's moving. We're going to be operating across all five stores. Um, you know, and really just doing a lot of market research and seeing how this is affecting those stores. Um, you know, what's our progress is being made with us through it. Right. And what is, why is it that people want the crown app? Well, that's the, that's going to be our last question. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So, you know, it's out of convenience. It's also just the want of information and something that people don't necessarily have. You know, if I wanted to go and find out more information about my hair, or how to take care of you know, certain products and things like that. I would have to go into multiple different platforms and do a whole lot of different research. So it's really building that convenience aspect um, across all platforms, you know, or for older people who aren't able to make it to the grocery store and be a supply store like they were before, you know, to have it so that they can get it delivered to them. Um, you know, and for college students, same thing, you know, if they don't have a car on campus or they don't know where they can find the different products and such, giving them that platform so they're able to find it as well. That's bringing a platform for small businesses to be able to expand their business those other products through there and you know show people that different things that you know you can't really find on amazon or walmart right okay and so we're just going to wrap up this uh episode by asking this one final question which is what advice would you give to founders or any entrepreneurs out there who are trying to build something trying to build a grand vision for the future you know really i would say you know find a problem that you or somebody you know has and we're like try and find a solution for it i think that problem solution aspect of, you know, you want to listen to that people are genuinely going to use, you know, and that's why I really jumped on board. I saw that this was a problem. Not only I and, you know, my sisters and family have had somebody, you know, I was passionate about resolving the issue, but it's also something, you know, we have to have passion for it. If you really want to be able to, you know, do it correctly and do it well. So, you know, finding something that you have passion, finding the problems that you, you know, or something you have, you have experience in and from there, bring out a solution and one that's actually viable, you know, and from there, continuing to expand slowly and seeing that long-term vision, not seeing, you know, the startup, you know, you probably know this as well, you know, you speaking with so much different people, but that slow grind to really get up through this ladder. And remember, once you finally get to launch, you know, being able to find out how you are going to be able to expand, you know, besides from you and your office at home, but, you know, that long-term vision of what you really want to do and keeping that in mind throughout the entire time. All right, cool, Kenny. Thank you so much for coming on the Next In Time podcast and uh, looking forward to, looking forward for you and Amina to see how we're going to, you guys are going to take the crown up to the stratosphere. Thank you, ST. I really do appreciate you having me on today. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Next in Time podcast. We hope you enjoyed diving into the intriguing vision of our guest today. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to stay updated on future episodes. If you have any suggestions or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, stay curious and keep exploring.